A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Josh, what's going on? I don't why know is, what they're doing, man. Why is it happening again? They keep doing this. How many times are we going to be asked to pay the money for the thing that we just played a few years ago? I can't play Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> one more time. Oh my god, so the story doing the rounds, I should point out that we're like, we are Scott Tilford? We are Scott, Scott Tilford and Josh Brown. And yeah. um, the story doing the rounds from, initially from MP First, corroborated by BGC and Gimatsu, is that Sony are pursuing a remaster of Horizon Zero Dawn, and there's also an upcoming multiplayer Horizon game as well, both titles scheduled for the PS5 and the PC. Um, to quote the MP First report, um, they say, our source didn't elaborate whether or not this is a built-from-the-ground-up remake, however, we were told that the remake features an improved lighting system, ambient occlusion uh, and such, overhaul textures and better animations with new character models to match those found in the sequel Horizon Forbidden West. Now, this has set the internet ablaze because the idea in the Shadow of the Last of Us Part 1 remake um, to mean that, you know, was a little bit divisive in itself whether or not it needed it or not. Um, Horizon Forbid- uh, Horizon Zero Dawn only came out in 2017. That's a game only from five years ago. And for me, this whole thing comes down to just how much money Sony are now going to ask us to fork out for something that is absolutely playable and beautiful already on the PlayStation 5. Yes, Scott. I mean, obviously, when I first saw this news last night, my initial reaction was, why? But that, I I was kind of thinking about it more and thinking about Sony's approach to remasters and remakes Mm. over the past few years. And to be honest, that's kind of been my response to a lot of them. Like, I completely forgot that Uncharted uh, 4 and Uncharted Lost Legacy got a remastered edition for PS5 Mm. earlier this year because I simply didn't pay it no mind, which is the (laughs) exact opposite of what I did when they announced the Last of Us remastered, uh, you know, back in 2014. That felt like a big thing and it felt like a worthwhile thing obviously because that game otherwise would have been you know confined to the PS3 kind of like Metal Gear Solid 4 uh, Guns and Games Patriots that actually is do right with now. Update, yeah. yeah 100% but yeah the thing with Horizon specifically is I'm not like offended by them <laughs> doing this remaster I'm not really that necessarily up in arms about it it's just a game that I don't even think needs it like no, before Forbidden West came out um, earlier this year mm-hmm. I went back to um, Zero Dawn thinking I might have age thinking you know, I might not enjoy it as much as I did back in 2017. But man, with the patches that have been added to that game to bump the resolution, to bump the frame rate, it still plays incredibly well. Like, you yeah. can play that now on a PlayStation 5 and have no idea that it's five years old. It well, feels that fresh. Like, it's, that was, to clarify, like we, uh, we, we talked about this before we were recording, the idea of, you know, what now it's so granular, what, what constitutes a remaster, a remake, the blurred lines between the way that Activision do it and the way that EA are now going to be doing with Dead Space and just remasters, where it's a, it's a frame rate and resolution of which was more the case with Uncharted and, and uh, Lost Legacy. Yes. But that still made them very much at home on the PS5 in a way that playing the base version of the PlayStation 4 Uncharted 4 or Lost Legacy on PS5 hadn't. So it was kind of like you might as well go in there and uptake the frame rate and the resolution, etc. In this case, um, you know, they're adding animations, they're changing the lighting system. It feels a bit more um, in the vein of The Last of Us Part 1 remake, but I guess we'll have to wait and see just how much time and effort they put into it. Yeah. There's also something that Sony have tried to do, which I initially thought was their version of what Activision would do, 
doing, um, which was the director's cuts of stuff. We got it with Death Stranding, we got it with Ghost of Tsushima, and I kind of wondered if that was what the route they were going to go down, and maybe this will be a $10, £10 or £20 update, yeah. and we just get some new content. There was a deleted tweet from Lance Reddick very recently, just over the weekend, um, who plays Silence in the franchise, saying that he was recording new stuff, and then that, like I said, that tweet got deleted, um, so maybe that's for some new stuff, and maybe this is a this is a way more palatable upgrade than we think. It just kind of feels like it. Sony doesn't really um, understand how to roll out these kind of remasters <laughs> as of yet, because, you know, some of the games you mentioned there, those director's cuts of incredible games, you know, came with a slight fee, they added, you know, um, better frames per second, better resolution, all of that jazz, even in some cases, some DLC. Mm. Um, however, then we've had the Spider-Man remastered debacle, where that was actually tied to Miles Morales, and you couldn't go and buy Spider-Man remastered just on the storefront, because it was tied to a completely different game, and then we had uh, Uncharted, which was like 35 pounds, and then we had The Last of Us Part 1, obviously, which was a full remake and a full 70 pounds um, price point, yep. but it seems like they've tried all of these different ways and haven't quite settled on an approach. Mm -hmm. I would be kind of more open to this and less eye-rolly if they had been consistent, if they had just decided on what they want to do with these older games and kind of set out a game plan, because there's a reason why we get this kind of leak in where he uh, just kind of asking what it is and what price <laughs> is it going to be like. Even from a leak, we should understand what a Sony remaster or what a Sony remake actually is. Yes, I've long said that Sony are a very reactive company, so I think they've seen what the competition are attempting. They've kind of put their own spin on it, like I said, with the director's cuts, um, and they're not making something from the ground up, although the MP First report said that's not clarified as of yet, so it could be a Last of Us Part 1 type deal. Um, however, overall, my theory on this is that Sony are trying to make a tie-in remaster or some sort of tie-in franchise game to go with their new TV shows. Mm. Um, for me, that's why they, they, they just did The Last of Us. Um, I feel like they're doing Horizon because there's a Horizon TV show coming up and they're going to have the Horizon Call of the West VR stuff to push. Um, and then going forward, um, I'm just going to call it right now, I think the next one of these will be Ghost of Tsushima. Now, that's a game that already had a director's cut, but it's a game that's going to have a TV show and then to them, you might as well do a bunch of new animations and new lighting effects and everything and then charge a premium price point for it again. Here's the thing. That, to me, would be insane. Yes. But also, what would be insane to me is remaking The Last of Us only nine years after it came out <laughs> and remastering Horizon as Zero Dawn announcing PS4 2 after it came out on a blog post. Now nah, that was amazing. That was incredible. <laughs> Best news of the year. Uh, so yeah, I actually wouldn't rule that out because, like you said, you know, it does line up. They're their biggest franchises, right? Ghost mm. of Tsushima, Horizon, The Last of Us, Sony's biggest franchises, and now we're getting into an era where they're spinning off those big franchises into uh, you know other multimedia yep. ventures like these TV shows. So yeah, why not kind of keep keep uh, the excitement there by announcing these kind of additions, these remasters, these ports of iconic games. I mean, I think it's kind of, you know, it's not interesting to me, but if it gets <laughs> someone else into these games, maybe it's worthwhile. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's the thing, because you mentioned, like, why not? It's The why not, is for me, is because it's boring as hell. Like, I think it's so, like, I would love to know the dev side of it. I'd love to know the reality of what Guerrilla Games are working on and just how many resources are taken off a potential new idea or new IP or R&D into a new thing because they're remastering something or remaking something that is only a few years old. We know that in The Last of Us's case, that project was taken over by a different studio and Naughty Dog stepped in and said, look, we'll just do it because we might as well get it right. And it seemed like a portion of Naughty Dog were already waiting to work on something whilst Naughty Dog over overall decided what their next game was going to be yeah. so they might as well just work on the, on the Last of Us remake whether that makes it a one-off or it becomes the new go-to example to follow is what we're right in the middle of right now um, I feel like Naughty Dog are very much the spearhead of um, you know Sony overall so yeah. many games so many franchises even God of War started doing Last of Us style thematics and tone and over the shoulder cameras and slow walking segments etc um, and I wonder yeah whether or not this is just they saw what they could get away with and enough people bought The Last of Us at £70 that they're going to try and do it again with their next biggest franchise which right now is Horizon. Yeah, I'm going to be really intrigued to see what the sales were like for all of these different approaches mm. to the remasters. Like, did Spider-Man Remastered being tied to Miles Morales bump that game sales? <laughs> how did the Uncharted um, Lost Legacy collection sell? And how did The Last of Us Part 1 sell? And it's kind of like, at this moment in time, you almost can't get a definitive answer because mm. The Last of Us Part 1 is tied to the PlayStation 5 and you can't get a PlayStation 5, so that's going to kind of, you know, <laughs> you know it's going to come in way of sales for yeah. that games is presumably going to come in waves the same way that uh, Miles Morales keeps breaking the top 10 every time there's a shipment of uh, PlayStation 5s to the UK like it just <laughs> keeps re-entering and it has legs in it mm-hmm. and I guess you know maybe that's what maybe that's the same date that Sony's looking at just trying to figure out an approach but it means uh, it leaves like doofuses like us confused <laughs> in studios yeah. trying to figure out what the hell they're doing and what their overall game plan is because that's kind of what I'm not getting from Sony at the moment right. not just in terms of these remasters and remakes just in kind of in terms of their grand plan for the entire generation it seems a little bit wishy-washy it seems a little bit all over the place it seems yes. a little bit reactive like you said mm-hmm. and I kind of I'd rather them have a kind of confident approach than whatever this is where they're trying a little bit of everything the thing is like it's in a way it's fascinating like I get it. the Jim Ryan era I get it like you're pushing for franchises you want you know you've got PlayStation Studios you made the animation you're moving into movie territory we've got the Uncharted thing the Uncharted movie finally came out after like 15 years yeah. when it was initially the Marvel Warburg version 
from 2007. Um, and I feel like he's pushing in that direction. It's like we need to make sure that people know about these franchises, their household names, the same as the likes of Nintendo, and then we rotate through them. The likes, like just what Nintendo have done. I feel like that's the overall push um, and roping in TV shows and movies and everything else. But that comes at the cost of new IP development, or at least it feels like it, and optically it feels like it, because you can only rotate through the same handful of things. And I did see a lot of reactions to this over the weekend, and some I forget the exact person who tweeted it out, saying that we're almost training a new generation of gamers to only rotate through a handful of genres. Right. As opposed to PlayStation, especially on the PS1 and the PS2, used to be known for a massive variety of genres, game mechanics, approaches to story, etc. Um, and that's what got them to where they are. I don't Like I said, I find it really, really boring to just go back and do something um, that you've already done. Yeah. And also, it makes me think of the way that a lot of the PC space is, which is, you know, if you want to chase tech, that's fine. But I think that, to me, I don't want a new graphics card every six months. I don't want a new version of a game every other year. Um, I would much rather you put that time into something new. And it's not that you can't do it. Fur textures get better every year. <laughs> but I don't care. Well, it's ironic, I think, that the first um, report that we got on The Last of Us remake mm. was the Bloomberg report that kind of like dove into why that game existed. And like you said, it initially started at, a, at another team and then was yep. brought over to Naughty Dog to finish. But in that report, I'm pretty sure they mentioned the fact that um, Sony's kind of ethos going forward was to focus on a handful of titles in that green lighting and... Um, Live service know, mobile games. <laughs> yeah. In that green lighting, kind of anything new and risky just wasn't really in their wheelhouse mm. at the moment. And that sentiment has been echoed by Jim Ryan in some interviews, you know, and other executives where they're talking about how expensive these games are to produce and, you know, why they need to kind of go all in on these blockbuster titles. Mm. But yeah, then that we're starting to see, like, the reality of that now where we're not just getting sequels to all of these franchises, but we're getting remasters and we're getting remakes and it does feel like Sony has a handful of exceptionally successful games and, but that's all we get. That's all we get. For, yeah. You know, just every couple of months we'll get an, another iteration of Horizon. We'll get another iteration of Ghost of Tsushima. And that's fine because I kind of love these games. But <laughs> it's not fine when that comes with the lack of any creativity elsewhere. And that's kind of what I want to know going forward. When it comes to remastering um, Horizon Zero Dawn... <laughs> what resources does that project take away from potentially a new IP? I feel like overall it's like this this whole sort of war on originality that we've got across the board. I feel like Hollywood's the worst for it. I did see a tweet during the rounds uh, over the weekend just pointing to the likes of Smile and um, just saying that look that had the same budget as their uh, black phone. Horror fans will know what I'm talking about. Go subscribe to What Culture Horror. <laughs> um, but in terms of a new IP or a new you know, original movie doing very well at the box office and, and even the likes of Top Gun uh, Maverick that's a very like original style story about an aging character Yes, it's tied to a franchise, but it feels fresh and new and worthwhile. I feel like audiences are screaming for originality, and I feel like we get very tired and exhausted by going, well, you liked that before. Do you want it again? Like having the same meal over and over and over again. That's I love chicken nuggets, but I want them every day. I do, but I also don't <laughs> want to play Horizon Zero Dawn over and over again. And I was talking to you before we started filming, and I will level with everyone watching this. I don't know whether I'm a hypocrite, because I did <laughs> go out and buy Spider-Man Remastered as soon as I could, because mm -hmm. I wanted to play that game again. And maybe it's just because I don't want to play Horizon Zero Dawn again right. that I'm so down in it I don't know maybe that's kind of what Sony is banking on they're banking on like the most hardcore fans of these franchises 
picking up these games again, and then maybe not even for everyone. They, they know that not everyone is going to rush out and buy Zero Dawn again, but for the diehards who want exactly what you don't want, which is kind of that granular update, you know, the better ear cartilage, the better hair effects, and like they will buy into that. So maybe we are getting into a realm of gaming where it's becoming a little bit more niche with these projects and a little bit more catering towards the hardcore, and I don't know whether that's good or bad. I'm just kind of hypothesizing no, there's, right uh, now. there's definitely a wing of gaming that's been steering into that for the last few years, the likes of Digital Foundry getting so big by doing side-by-side comparisons. That side of gaming is something that I can appreciate and I can watch after I've played through something and gone, cool, the, the light shines through the ear cartilage. Look yeah, at all that does. ambient occlusion. But, other, but like, overall, that's not a direction that I personally care about when it comes to gaming. The whole idea of comparing eyelids or whatever it is and just going like, well, look, the, the iris is more detailed if you zoom in enough in the photo mode. Like, what have we, what have we become, Josh? What I is... love that stuff. Oh. Uh, whatever, whatever we have become, I want to become it. <laughs> it's him entirely. Let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster slash remake. We'll find out and what do you want to see in it. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. Oh dear God, save us and goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.